Welcome to The Frontline with FPM, where we talk about California politics, homeschool freedom, parental rights, and the family. I'm your host, Nathan Pierce, and thanks for joining us today. Let's jump right in and see what's going on here on The Frontline. Hi, everybody. Hi, Drew. Hey, Nathan. Well, we're uh, glad to be able to join you again through the podcast for um, giving you today a review of how Capital Day went and some things uh, that are coming in the future that you can get involved with. We are really glad that um, our event uh, was successful and uh, we're looking forward to um, some some great uh, feedback and also uh, some looking forward to next year's event as well. So um, we're going to just jump right in and kind of give you a quick review of how Capital Day went. And um, and I wanted to start just by by mentioning that the the day before our Capital Day this year, which our Capital Day started on January 18th, on the 17th in the evening, Chia, who we did host uh, Capital Day with, Chia of California, did um, a uh, leadership event, a leadership dinner. Um, which uh, either every other year or so, uh, Chia does uh, a leadership event in, in this neck of the woods in order in uh, in conjunction with Capital Day, so that people that are in town for Capital Day can come to leadership and or um, and be encouraged, uh, and or people that are coming into town for leadership can go to Capital Day um, and kill two birds with one stone. So um, we were glad to participate with that as well. And um, we're glad to have Chia host that up here. Um, and you you were there, right, Drew? And you enjoyed the leadership dinner? Yeah, it was lots of fun. Yeah, I got to to meet some some leaders. Uh, got to hear Jeremiah Lorig, um, kind of an early sneak peek. Um, yeah. He also spoke at Capital Day the next day. And yeah, I mean, I'm not a homeschool parent at this moment but so a lot of it was kind of looking ahead for me but um it was really great to to hear some people's experiences and uh their their advice on all of you know how to get things done as a leader in 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 the community yeah yeah and it's always encouraging to see uh, a group of leaders come together from all over um with um different experiences like you said and from really uh, a wide range of different types of groups um but everybody coming together and encouraging one another and so it was a really special time yeah i, I know i was encouraged and um i really enjoyed jeremiah lorig also and i also enjoyed um getting to hear my wife speak too so that was kind of fun yeah yeah that was cool she did a really um encouraging talk uh for leaders too so um i was blessed by that and then um I think that um, I think that a lot of people were encouraged there, and then we saw them, most of them, again the next day at Capital Day. Yep, yep. Um, our Capital Day started uh, with our day of training, which is kind of what we do in preparation for people visiting legislators at the Capitol building at Capital Day. And so Wednesday, January 18th, was packed full. Um, it was a long day. We were um, just uh, learning all kinds of stuff. We had a lot of a lot of families there. Um, it was close to 200 people, I think, 
Um, yeah. We don't know the exact number. Yeah, it was stuff. just it was just under 200. So that's um, that was about what we were expecting with, you know, few people canceling, you know, sick or family emergency. Yeah. That's that's normal. But it was a huge turnout. I was surprised. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was yeah. great to see all those people and everybody was really eager. And yeah. a lot of people were excited to to learn about uh, the legislature, how things work there and and hear from some great speakers. So let's let's um, give a kind of a, a rundown of of who was speaking and what they talked about. Yeah. So um, the morning started off. I mean, it started off very early for all of us uh, FPM and Chia people uh, trying to set everything up and get everything ready for all these attendees coming in. Um, and uh, so it started off with you, Nathan, and uh, John McGowan from Chia, kind of giving uh, an intro of, you know, why we're here and um, what FPM and Chia do and um, basically how everybody in the audience was making an impact just by showing up. Um, and then, um, and that was great. Uh, a lot of people were, you know, there, there were so many new faces there. Um, and so most people hadn't ever experienced a capital day. Um, and so uh, kind of hearing about, you know, a reminder of this is why we're here. This is what what the the general idea is. So you're not lost. <laughs> it was a good start. Um, and then uh, near the end of that first session, we had Senator Brian Jones come in and he was great. I was, uh, you know, I was I was helping direct him in and um, with, you know, with with a seasoned politician like him, with a seasoned speaker like him, it was really just this is your audience. Here you go. And he was on a roll and it was great. He was, he was talking about his experience, you know, as a pastor and his experience with um, just dealing with all, all things, education and uh, freedom related um, in, in the capital and in his personal life, you know? Um, so that was a great start to the morning. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then we had our, had our break. Uh, we had, you know, there's a lot of kids in the group, so we had to give everybody some time to move around right. between speaking sessions. So I know, I know, I really appreciated with Brian Jones the encouragement of. Um, I know a lot of people feel like um, it's time to flee the state, and I appreciated um, uh, Brian Jones talking about how this is where this is where the battle for the culture is at, and yeah. um, obviously there's there's ways to engage in the culture all over the world, but um, California is definitely a place where we need to be engaging in the culture. And to, um, he just really made a point to say, to encourage people to, to stay in California or even come to California yeah. to, to, to be a part of that and to work here in California to protect freedom. Yeah. So I, I was encouraged by that too. I thought yeah. that was great. I was too. And I was, it was great to see the audience react well to that. You know, there's been so many people just, you know, saying I'm, I'm out of here, <laughs> especially in yeah. the last couple of years. And, you know, the audience was like, Hey, we're, we're with you on this, you know, and that was great. Mm -hmm. A great reaction to see. Um, yeah. So after our first break, uh, then we had uh, Jeremiah Lorig speak and, you know, just like, like the first time, I heard him speak at, at Homeschool Freedom Day uh, in 2021, uh, or that was early 2022, actually. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I can't. It's a new year. I can't get. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it was, you know, just his, his storytelling ability to basically, you know, just, just really, um, I won't give, give all of it away. Um, but having, you know, seeing all of these, these little, uh, coincidences and, you know, providential run-ins, um, that, uh, really inspire, you know, famous people in history to fight for freedom. Um, when, yeah. you know, it, it, in ways that I think they would never imagine. And, you know, they come from places that we wouldn't think, of. you know, so many of these, these great figures in history were just regular people, you know, living their lives. And then they, you know, when something came up that, that threatened, um, their, their freedom to protect their families, to serve their families, to serve God, you know, they made they made a, a courageous choice so yeah i was yeah very inspired yeah by that. yeah very inspiring and um and he went um both from some some far back stories um in american history yeah to uh some even more recent um stories talking about how um investing in relationships with legislators yeah. can have a really positive outcome even in the in those situations where it seems like there's no hope yeah and I so mean, i really appreciated that and i think it encouraged our folks as well oh yeah i mean his his whole story you know surrounded you know like you like you said the the current time um portion of his of his story was was about a a single family yeah you know? That, and the impact that, made, that they were able to make yeah yeah on it, on the federal level i mean that's yeah. that's huge so yeah it, that was really great um yeah uh so then after that we had brian eschen from uh institute for principal studies um and i know in our last uh episode we talked a little bit about what ips does just about you know the the role that the government has um and the role that they should have right right um yeah did you have any takeaways from from what brian talked about i think i think from uh from brian i appreciated um him pointing us to scripture to uh, understand the christian's role yeah. um more clearly and that that needs to be the foundation uh for all the things that that we do as we live our lives um we need to constantly come back to scripture and not be um just carried away by a lot of the um the hype in politics which is um can be so overwhelming yeah it can be discouraging it can be um getting us wound up um but scripture can help to ground us and help us to remember what our role is and um, I really appreciated that from Brian. I think that um, if we if we continue to look to Scripture for that, it, it'll be so much more clear what to do, and we'll have less confusion about um, what our next step should be in a wide range of areas, but particularly in government questions, um, in politics. There's so many times where it feels like we don't know which way to go, yeah. and yet um there's so many simple questions that we just need to have the boldness to answer correctly 
Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Brian really helps to um, remind us of that, that there's some pretty straightforward things that if we start there, it'll get us further than we think if we'll just take those steps that we're clearly instructed in. So, um, yeah, I thought I thought that was really helpful. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, um, you know, when when we're understanding the role of government through a biblical lens, it out of that flows you know the the realization we have a role in the government you know i mean through this like looking at it in light of scripture it totally changes how we interact with our government how we interact with each other how we talk about our leaders how we talk Mm -hmm. to our leaders i mean yeah it it reorients everything because it's very easy i agree to get caught up in i mean there's there's a lot of drama yeah. It's very yes. easy to, to follow yes. it along like a uh you know like a like a a bad you know romance drama or something like that and so it yeah. is it is easy to get caught up and drama is a good word to describe it yeah yeah very soap opera ish <laughs> yeah mm. so yeah and then um after that we had lunch um i was amazed that we were able to uh to get enough food for everybody there i mean i loved it uh we got we got chick-fil-a that was a good (laughs) good good break from it all and um i ate my philip chicken sandwiches um and then uh after that you and i uh right after lunch you and i did some some training on um uh basically here's what you're going to run into tomorrow you know here are the basics of what you need to know um and uh, so I started off by basically giving a, a rundown of how the state government works um, as compared to the federal government, uh, what sort of power, um, you know, the state each legislator has, um, what their staff members do, and um, really kind of a, it was a very basic crash course. And here's what you're, here's the environment you're stepping into, you know, and then from there, um you went in depth on um how to really conduct the meeting you know um basically uh giving all of these families you know a reminder of what why they're there so i mean you you gave the talk you you could probably say it better than i could what what sort of things were you focusing on uh with that part of the session oh things to say not to say when you're uh visiting with a legislator um yeah how to know when to leave uh, when when your time is up. Um, things like uh, we also talked about, you know, proper dress and etiquette when you're visiting with a legislator. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a little bit of the importance of understanding uh, the value of staff members in a legislator's office, because a lot of times you go to a legislator's office hoping to meet with the legislator and you end up visiting with a staff member. Sometimes it's the chief of staff you're meeting with. Sometimes it's a receptionist. Sometimes it's a legislative aide. Um, and all of those people are important. And all of them, there is value to meeting with them. So um, that was definitely something we we covered to make sure that people understood that no matter who they meet with in a legislator's office, there's value there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, for a lot of a lot of people that had never experienced a legislator's office this was the first you know 
sort of uh, taste that they had gotten of what it would be like to meet with the people that make the laws that govern them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I remember my first couple of times meeting or talking to a legislator and it's kind of like a, like a shell shock of, Oh, you have a lot of power. <laughs> right. Um, and yet, you know, that uh, our final session was really uh, a great reminder that legislators really are people too you know, mm-hmm. um, regardless of how much we disagree with them, uh, or how much we agree with them, or how distant we feel from them, you know, and from the laws that actually govern us. Um, so that brings us to our last session of the day uh, with Frank Erb. And I, I love this session, I, I got yeah. to talk to Frank. And yeah, um, it overall, I mean, just the the compassion that he has, for all of these legislators and for really what the what they go through, you know, becoming, you know, going from a, a private figure or maybe a low level, you know, city council member to a full-blown state politician. It it changes people quite a bit. And he talked about some of the the discussions and conversations he he'd had with with these these people that really open up to him that I think in a way they can't really open up to others. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, Frank, uh, his, his explanation of, of what it's like to be a legislator helps all of us to, um, have a, a different kind of respect for them, uh, than it is generally, um, understood in 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 society um a respect that is um really coming from a place of having love for them yeah and uh like you said they're they're people too and a lot of times we don't think of them first that way yeah and um so i really appreciate uh frank's just real clear explanation of of um, why we need to love them and um, really um, to appreciate them and what they do and to be willing to overcome our maybe our fear or our mm-hmm. concern over what somebody else thinks in order to uh, step out there in boldness and, and build that relationship that um, is really important. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was a great way to end the day. I think I was I was very encouraged. Yeah. And then I think I think the very last thing um, was we talked about uh, we talked about um, with the uh, I think uh, John McGowan and I were finishing up things and talked a little bit about um, the the issues with um, government funds in education. Yeah. um, And concerns there and also. looking to next year as well um Mm. throughout the day we also uh, mentioned district visits which um is an important part of advocacy as well Mm -hmm. that's something that doesn't happen at capital day but can happen later so we'll we'll get into that but i think um finishing up uh the day with talking about a couple of policy issues that are critical to our understanding of how our freedom works 
and that happens independently of government funding um that was really critical as well and important yeah. going into the following day um visits at the capitol yeah so yeah so, so we next... went to the capitol <laughs> yeah yeah so it was a it was a we got there um before the building technically opened um they started letting people in slowly um and we met uh in the not in the capitol but in the legislator swing space um which is a temporary building for them while they are uh renovating the capitol uh it's called the capitol annex project and it's going to take quite a while um so this is their their office building their office building their office yeah. building yeah yeah so um and we all met uh in kind of a common area on one of the floors and then uh started sending people out um and it was it was hectic and busy and it was a full floor but i i think after about 10 minutes of sorting people out and getting people ready to go reminding them of you know hey here's here's you know here's how to talk about you know homeschool issues here to you know you can introduce yourselves talk to them uh, I think after 10 or 15 minutes of uh, what looked like to me like total chaos, I think we hit a groove. And, you know, um, yeah, our event organizer, uh, Johanna, she did a great job keeping everything going smoothly. Um, there was a lot of uh, just making sure, oh, you know, we have a, a person that's from their district. Why don't we try and get them? Oh, they're out on, you know, they're out talking to another legislator. We'll wait for them, try and sort things out. And there were, you know, just a, a, all, everybody did great, but there's a couple families in particular that I was just amazed by just seeing, you know, how comfortable they were saying like, oh yeah, give us a couple extra. We'll go and you, you know, we'll talk to these people. And they were so patient and kind with with everybody that they visited with and patient and kind with all of us trying to organize everybody and i think um even people that had never visited offices before were like all right where do we go yeah do yeah and we got i got questions all day about you know i i i was curious about how this works and that works yeah. and um, people were eager to learn yeah um, even even while we're right there in the office building um we had our our incredible staff was was managing both sending groups out giving them instructions telling them where to go and also at the same time other staff um people coming back and giving feedback on how their office visits went before they went out to the next ones yeah. so that that went really um incredibly smoothly um this yeah. as we mentioned before we had a lot of people this was our largest capital day um it was actually about double the size of our previous largest capital mm -hmm. day so um i was really really uh pleased with how smoothly everything went at the yeah. end of the day um all all 120 offices uh, got a packet on homeschooling mm -hmm. and um we had a pretty good uh percentage of people that actually visited uh, with a, a legislator mm -hmm. um, or with a staff member instead of doing just a packet drop-off yeah which we always have some just drop-off yeah. um situations but um this year I thought our percentages were really good so I'm really really happy about that and yeah so a, a huge thank you to our staff to the Chia folks that came and helped uh make it 
uh, run smoothly also. Mm -hmm. But I think most of all, we need to say thank you to um, to God for overseeing this whole thing and, and giving us clear understanding. And then we really need to thank the families that came because we couldn't do it without them. I mean, yeah. we can't, this isn't a, an event where our organizations can just do this by ourselves. We need the families to participate with us. Yeah. And um, with, without that, it's not, it's not capital day. We don't have, if we don't have families to present information about homeschooling and to represent the homeschool community, then, um, then we don't, we don't have the ability to, to represent the homeschool community with homeschool families. And yeah, that's we really don't have that voice part. in the capital. Yeah. 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 So it's really critical. So thank you to everybody that came and participated yeah. in that. It was huge that you did that and um you made a tremendous impact mm -hmm. and so thank you so much for for being a part of that yeah and with that said i mean i know we we had a we had a number of people sign up um after it was full and we had to wait list a number of people oh, yeah. um, which is i mean that's great to see on our end you know just seeing there's an interest but also it's hard to turn people down you know yeah yeah and but, we're hoping to have have more space next year to be able yeah. to accommodate a larger number of people. Yeah, so looking forward so, to that. And exactly. we do have dates. Yes, seventeenth, uh, eighteenth, and then nineteenth of January, twenty twenty four. Right. Right. So our our um, our uh, lead in will be the evening of the seventeenth um, of January next year. Eighteenth will be our day at the Capitol. Nineteenth mm -hmm. will be our debrief and final speakers. Um, and um, so we're we're really excited about that, and we already have people um, applying to to participate with us. Yeah. Um, as you know, this is a an event where we vet everybody that comes through, so that we can make sure that everybody's on the same page before we um, we uh, give out uh, the um, uh, the tickets. So it's a it's a ticketed only event. It's something where you have to apply and be accepted before you can get a ticket. Um, so thank you for everybody that's interested. And, um, we do have that application for next year open right now in the description. On our website. Yeah. 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 So definitely, uh, check that out and, uh, get signed up for next year, uh, before it fills up. Cause we already have a bunch of families, um, uh, working on that now. So yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to next year. Uh, this year was my, you know, in my time working at FPM, I'm, it's been all through through the COVID lockdowns. And so I this was my first time having a capital day at the Capitol. And it in was person, yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really great. Um yeah. Um so uh I think we're going to uh temporarily sign off and then we'll have a little bit of uh a bonus part of the episode where we'll we'll kind of go in depth about um district office visits. Right. So if you if you're interested in um, participating, moving on from here, mm -hmm. um, if you didn't get to come to Capital Day, but you want to participate somehow in advocacy for homeschooling, um, we will be posting a, a special uh, video that will highlight specifically how you can get engaged even in your district area um, yep. by doing district office visits and other things. So um, certainly check that out. And uh, mm -hmm. again, Thanks, everybody. Yeah, the audio will also be 
be on our podcast feed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, um, wherever you're listening. So yeah, and that'll be up right around this time, uh, right around the time this one goes up too. So you can listen to both of those and figure out how, you know, whether you went to Capital Day or not, how you can take those next steps. So, right. All yeah. right. Well, thanks so much, Drew. Yeah. Um, it was a great event and thanks to everybody that participated and uh, check it out. If you, if you want to uh, sign up for next year, um, we'll be definitely um, getting that event off the ground real soon because we are already in talks with speakers for next year. So um, thanks so much and uh, see you again soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the frontline with FPM. For more information about the topics we discuss here, check out Family Protection Ministries at fpmca.org and subscribe to our